0: Hi friends, welcome back to Vegan Life Lit, um, provided to you by Lark Fit. I am Angel Larkin, your host, and thank you for listening to my first episode. I'm basically here just to have a conversation with you about um just being vegan and letting people know that it's okay to be vegan, it's okay to be um, vegan in 2020, 2021, whatever, Whenever you hear this, it's okay to be vegan. Um, A lot of things have changed in the vegan world. Um, I must put a disclaimer out there, though. I am a pesca vegan. Now, I do have, I still make vegan dishes. I still do the vegan things. The reason why I say pesca vegan is because every now and again, I might throw some type of seafood in my diet because I am um, into fitness and I need extra protein. And instead of getting that from, um, the land animals, I would rather go to, um, if I'm not getting enough seafood intake or protein intake, I would rather go to the sea animals, which would be your seafood. So I said that, um, to basically say, I am giving a disclaimer because I, I am going to be talking about being pesca vegan as well as being vegan um now some people shy away from the word pesca vegan or whatnot they say if you're vegan you don't eat any type of land animal um but i guess if you're vegetarian you um you don't eat land animal you just drink the milk from the cow or eat milk or cheese or dairy <laughs> so Anyhow, you may have an argument about what pesca vegan is, but at this point, who is not making up their own stuff to provide for their lifestyle? So um basically, my lifestyle is I, I represent myself, me and my husband we represent as pesca vegans. Um, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about um, my journey in particular. Um, and a little bit about my health background, which made me go into the journey that I'm in um I was very sickly, I was a very sickly girl. I was sick all the time. I was always in the hospital. I always had to have insurance, so that kept me having a job like if you know how when they say like sports kept people into in- in school and high school, kept them interested in school because they wanted to pass because they wanted to play the sport, well. That's how I was with my jobs. Like, I didn't quit jobs because I know I needed health insurance. (laughs) So that kept me at places longer than I probably should have or kept me from moving around different jobs, different places. So I haven't had a lot of jobs. I've had um, the jobs that I had. I had good tenure, usually like two plus years on my particular job. Um, I am happy to say, which I'm going to stare around back to it, but I am happy to say that I have not had health insurance in over two and a half years so well no no wait 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 it's been three and a half years that I haven't mm, I think it's been longer than that it's really been since 2017 and it's 2020 so it's almost gonna be four years coming up 2020 the beginning of 2021 but anyhow I was always sick, I was always um, in the hospital, regardless of what it was about, what it was for, like ever since I was a little girl, I really had really, really bad cycles, I would pass out, I would just not be myself like a 100% of the time during, you know, the months, and it would be, this is like a monthly thing, like I always stayed in the hospital, it was a monthly thing. So. Um, just growing up, I just thought that that was me. Like I'm just a sickly person. Like I'm just one of those people that God chose to make, fight and make strong and make you know get through these situations. And 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 it, I I didn't know any better. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of people say like my grandmother, she passed away when she was a hundred years old. She was a couple months away from being a hundred and one, right? She had very little health issues, very little health issues. I mean up until probably like three months before she passed away, we would pay dominoes, she would wash dishes, and that's how um she ended up going is like she slipped and fell washing dishes at a hundred years old because she could not sit down so I'm thinking, okay, well, my grandmother lived to be a hundred years old, my mom looks young they they love her the guys love my mom she's I have an older mother, and they just love who she is um she looks good she feels good everything's fine but when it comes to me my health is a little bit different and then my mother got a little bit older i got a little bit older now she has high blood pressure and i'm like something has changed in what we're eating from the time that my grandmother was growing her own vegetables you know how they did back in the day My grandma was born in 1907, so she was growing her own vegetables in her backyard. And you know, in the 2000s and the 19 in the 90s or whatever, she was growing her own vegetables. She lived in a small town in Texas, so everything that was in the store was coming from local, like it was local. Somebody, some local farmer or something. So, I um, I. I found out I was pregnant, um, in 2014 and, um, I ended up losing the baby. Um, they had to do surgery. I had an eptopic pregnancy. They ended up having to do surgery. Well, when I woke up from surgery, Not right away, because I guess no one wanted to start on me. They kind of wanted me to wake up. But once I woke up from surgery, they basically told me that I have masses of tumors in my stomach lining and in my appendix. And I was only supposed to be out for surgery for four hours. And I ended up being out for nine hours because they had to call another doctor down to take my appendix out that was full of tumors. So I'm like, okay, this is nothing new. Okay. I have tumors, okay, you know, I'm used to having whatever, so, um, and I've had, like, gastric issues, um, just issues with my stomach, issues with my lady parts, ovaries, like, always, so I'm like, okay, so this is probably the source of a lot of the problems that I was having, so, Um, they took, you know, one, one, the left side of my whole, um, reproductive system, which was like my ovaries, my tubes, things of that nature. And then they left the right side, which was totally blocked as well because I had tumors all over my tubes. So, um, basically they did a, they did a biopsy. They, it came back to be carcinoid cancer, carcinoid tumors, which is a very slow, uh, progressive, um, cancer, and I, I, it's not a benign, um, or inflammatory, it's, it's kind of like, um, it can get aggressive whenever it feels like it, so, um, but it's very, very slow growing, but it would kind of just come out of nowhere, so, every few years, I have to go get that checked on. So. Fast forward, I had another surgery because I have fibroids. I have fibroids vaginally. I have fibroids on my ovaries. Well, my ovary um, and my uterus, which is another tumor. If you know anything about fibroids, it's basically tumors. Um, and I couldn't understand what for the life of me like, why I'm having all these issues. So then I meet my husband in 2016 and of course before he's my husband the first date i'm like listen i can't have kids i don't have any tubes i may not could have kids and if i do we're gonna have to go through a procedure called ivf blah 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 he was cool with it we got through that we got married um He was telling me that dairy, he's lactose. So he was just telling me, like informing me about dairy, and then I start hearing things about dairy, 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 dairy. And I'm like, okay, I love cheese. I love sour cream. I love butter. I you know, I love all this these dairy products. I don't think I can do it. Like, I don't have the willpower. But I got the willpower because at the end of the day. my health and my temple if if things can be reversed by eating correctly then that's what i'm going to do so i read i paid for different things i paid for different um holistic books and doctors and advice and ebooks and things of that nature and basically everybody was saying the same thing like dairy is the culprit for mucus which mucus is the culprit for cancer. And when I tell you I love dairy, like I cannot cook without having mac and cheese. I could not cook without having any type of dairy. So I didn't understand how I was going to survive if I didn't have dairy. So I um I decided to take it a little bit more serious Um, as I started reading a little deeper or whatever. So I started to try... And then my husband went completely vegan, like cold turkey. And this is like maybe two years later, or maybe a year and a half later. He went completely vegan, cold turkey, from watching a documentary on Netflix. So I'm like, he's like, you need to watch it, you need to watch it. And I'm like, I'm not watching that because I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. I don't want to watch it because I don't want to hear. What they got to say, because if I don't know better, then I won't do better, right? So, as I'm cooking dinner for him, cooking these vegan meals, like, I just start eating it. And then I was like, okay, you know what, I'm ready. I kind of, you know, had to convince my mind, like, okay, what am I going to eat if I can't eat? You know, if I can't eat food, like, what am I going to eat? That is the biggest misconception about being vegan, is that you're not going to have food to eat. Now, maybe back in the Gap Gap, when they didn't have all, like, some of the replacements or some of the recipes. We don't eat, like to eat a lot of replacements. We like to make a lot of stuff from scratch because we know exactly where it's coming from and what's in it. That's how anal we are about it these days. But back then, we didn't know any better. So, you know, we would get replacements. We would try different things. And it just didn't work out for us to begin with because we lost a lot of weight i'm already a petite woman um i'm 5 3 back then i probably weighed maybe 120 so i was already little i was already petite and then i went down like back to my high school weight um till about like 117 116 to me that was just too little because i just didn't I, it just didn't look right on my body As a grown 30-something-year-old woman. So, I'm like, okay, this is not working. So, we get back to eating meat. Guess what happens? I get sick. I get migraines. I get headaches. I get, like, everything that I was reading that was going to help me rid all of this stuff by going vegan, I'm experiencing again, like, for myself. Like, and it was so crazy, like it was like a light bulb went off so um we weren't vegan because i mean we were in a tough situation um we were like moving we were in a place we didn't want to be so we were we were vegan we went back to eating meat and dairy now i did um restrict some of the dairy that i was eating but um about two years ago we decided to do pesca vegan um to try to keep some weight on and now we're into fitness and stuff like that and i can tell y'all since i've been pesca vegan i have not had any of the issues that i was having before with my fibroids like before i became pesca vegan i would feel like i don't know anybody out there who's ever had fibroids like you can damn near feel when they're growing like it's like it's aching it's not a, a pain. I guess it just depends. You know, for me, it wasn't like a pain. It was just like an aching... <sighs> Let's say if you pulled a muscle and your your muscle just aches, like, when it gets cold and stuff like that. That's kind of how it was, but it, it didn't have anything to do with hot and cold. It would just ache. Like, I would feel it growing. I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it. Maybe when you get a pimple on your face and you feel it, like, coming and growing and the head growing on it. That's kind of how it felt. So, like, I would feel that happening and then I'm like okay let like we need to we need I need to stop eating this like we need to go back I'm getting older you know I'm 36 now I was 36 I was how old was I two years ago? <laughs> 34 and I'm like I need to we need to fix this so we went past vegan which my husband loves which I love because even when I was eating meat and stuff like y'all. I, I would, we would go to a restaurant and I would choose seafood over anything anyway. So it wasn't a lot. Like it wasn't hard for me to ditch the chicken or the beef. And I hadn't ate pork in years. Like I hadn't ate pork in like eight or nine years. So that wasn't an issue. So it wasn't hard for me to stop eating chicken and beef and turkey. I never really ate turkey. Um, what was really hard for me was dairy. So, you know, the first thing I did when I went Pesca Vegan is learned how to make vegan mac and cheese. I learned how to make vegan Alfredo, like the white sauces and the mayos and st- those type of stuff I like. So, um, basically, like, I had to do it for my health. And they say that, um, you know, Big Pharma says that the... Diseases are hereditary, and, you know, um, if your mom had heart disease, or they try to catch you with those questions that they ask you at the doctor, like, does your mom have, or your dad, what is their health history? Have they ever had cancer? Have they ever had high blood pressure? And they don't want to tell y'all. The reason why they ask y'all that is because, you probably eat just like your parents. Your parents probably eat just like their parents. Your 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 uncle probably eats just like your mom. That's why your uncle and your mom both have diabetes, because they eat just like your grandmother who has diabetes. So it looks like it's hereditary, and it's just a bunch of fluff. It's only because y'all eat the same, and nothing's changed. Um... I want to be the living testament that I'm not going to have high blood pressure like my mom. Like, That's just something like, okay, we'll get into that later. Anyhow, they try to put on the propaganda that it has nothing to do with food. It's all based off of hereditary and what your parents did. And it is. It's based off of what your parents did. And the only thing that's hereditary is the eating style, the eating habits, what you're eating. If your parents are feeding you pork chops and you love pork chops, what are you going to do? You're going to feed your kids pork chops while you eat pork chops. So everybody's eating pork chops. And everybody ends up having high blood pressure because all the sodium and salt that's in pork chops. But nobody understands that it's the food that you're putting in your mouth and in your body that's causing you to have the high blood pressure. Not your mom. Not your grandmother, not because your uncle had it, not because your brother died died from it. Like, that's not what it is. It's because you are all eating these same things, which allows your body to react in the same ways, right? And then what Big Pharma does is they get, they profit off of this. Do you know that there are pharmaceutical companies who make $1 billion a year? That's just crazy to me. $1 billion. Like, one of my mama's medications is $140 a month. Like, that is $140 a month. And, and, and let's say if a million people are paying $140 a month for this one medication, like, that is just extreme. So, this podcast, I'm going to have steps. I, uh, I definitely have an ebook. That will be coming um launching January first um for all you people who want um a fresh start um the time is now the time is now to start changing your body. The time is now because it's, there is so much going on in our food they're putting so much stuff in our food. if you have a place to where you can grow your own vegetables or you can grow your own stuff that will that will be ideal like me me and my husband we live in a um an apartment but that was that's my first goal when we get our when we buy our home is to have a garden like I want to be able to grow my own fruits and veggies because that's obviously what we eat all the time but um I also want to go fish for my own like seafood and stuff like that I mean I know that's not all the time but I I do want to do it you know what I mean so no this is vegan life lit it's not about Um, save the animals which we still want to save the animals and we want our ecosystem to be great but my journey and what I'm going to be talking about is just being vegan and being able to be sociable being vegan and being able to relate to other people being vegan and not pressuring other people to feel what you feel like I had to talk myself into that like I can't Talk about being vegan or pesca vegan around people who aren't because they don't understand. So that's why I decided to do a podcast because I can say, hey, go listen to my podcast. Go purchase my ebook," so that way you can understand where we're coming from. Because a lot of people, when you go to restaurants, do not understand the difference between vegan and vegetarian. Like something that simple, people just do not understand the difference. And it's not because um they're stupid it's because they're ignorant like they don't know if they if that's not their lifestyle they don't know somebody who's in that lifestyle then they don't know the difference between vegan and vegetarian I mean I didn't I'm like okay so what so I'm here to give you some differences between vegan vegetarian pescatarian we're going to talk about big pharma we're going to talk about um let me grab my list here let's see because we're going to talk about a few things Different things is gonna be my ebook, but I'm definitely gonna tell you guys to go um purchase the ebook. Um the word pesca vegan offends people. But we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about alkaline vegans, we're gonna talk about uh Dr. Sabie's alkaline vegan um plant-based diet. Um and we're gonna talk a little bit, um, or a lot of bit about dairy. Cause dairy, y'all. Y'all don't even know, like, there's the devil. So we're going to talk about dairy. We're going to talk about all of that. So what I want you guys to do is stay tuned. Thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode. I just wanted to introduce myself, give a little background about me. I also want to um, give you some fitness tips. Um, I also want to give recipes. Um, those are all going to be in my uh, Vegan Life Lit ebook. Recipes on how to make your um, vegan mac and cheese, or your vegan nacho cheese, or whatever you you want to make. Um, I'm gonna have some recipes in the ebook. I'm gonna talk and deep dive um, into dairy and what it does to your actual body um, and things like that. But on my sh- my uh, podcast show, I definitely want to. Um, talk to some other people, bring in some insight and kind of let you guys know, you know, what's going on because I do see a lot of people changing their life. I do see a lot of people wanting to change the way that they eat and their health. My husband's a personal trainer. I train with him. So it's like fitness is our thing. Health is our thing. We want to make sure that we are, um, enlightening and educating our community on, What we do to make, because everybody's like, y'all look so good. What do y'all do? What do y'all do? Y'all look so good. But when we tell them we're pesca vegan, they're like, oh, I can't do that. Which you can, because I was that person. I was that person who could not do that. I swear I was like, y'all have no idea. But you don't have to go down the road to being completely sick and hospitalized all the time. You can change your life now. And that's what I encourage you to do. So, again, thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode. This is just definitely just an introduction about what is to come. So, make sure you check out episode two to where we kind of just deep dive into um, what is vegan and what is vegetarian and what is pescatarian. So, that's what we're going to talk about on episode two. And, again, I appreciate you guys. Talk to you soon.